Welcome to Real-Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate. I'm Charlie Hinderletter, Director of Government Affairs for St. Louis Realtors, and today we're here to talk about the St. Louis Mosaic Project, an effort to bring more foreign-born to St. Louis to help grow the population of the St. Louis region. We're excited to be joined today by Suzanne Sierra, Senior Program Manager at St. Louis Mosaic Project. Suzanne, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk to your audience about Mosaic and how they can possibly get involved to, to be welcoming to our international community. St. Louis Realtors has a history with St. Louis Mosaic Project as our inclusion advisory group staffed by Karen Dunn has done programming with St. Louis Mosaic Project in the past, including the Big Big World event. So, Suzanne, let's dig into it. What is the St. Louis Mosaic Project? I am glad you asked that, Charlie. The St. Louis Mosaic Project is actually a regional initiative of the World Trade Center of St. Louis. And we are both under the umbrella of St. Louis Economic Development Partnership, which is the economic development agency for the city and for the county. And so we were started back in 2013, really in response to the fact that St. Louis had once, you know, as we all know, had once been in the top 10, it was a powerhouse city. And over time, people started leaving, companies started moving out, population was declining, civic leaders said, we have to change this, what's happening. So there was an economist that was hired to really study what our peer metropolitan areas were doing to stoke their economies. Where was their growth coming from? And the common denominator was that the growth was coming from immigration and innovation. And so Mosaic was really started as a way to address that and to very proactively begin to market the area, the region really, as welcoming to the foreign board. So we are a staff of three and we function primarily as a marketing arm for the region. And, you know, that's what we do. We want to change the narrative and correct people's misperceptions that they might have about immigration and really highlight the amazing ways that it contributes to, to the economy. All right. So let's follow up on that. So why is this important? And what are some of those ways that immigrants contribute in important ways to the St. Louis region and the economy of the region? Right. So it's important because, again, as the population declines, as people continue to move out, as our population gets older, the way that we are going to grow the economy is by bringing people in. And we know that uh, we have a long way to go in terms of our immigrant growth. So again, when, when the study was done and, and they looked at our peer cities, we really, our foreign-born population is 4%. So we have a long way to go in comparison to cities like Kansas City and Chicago and even um, Detroit. And so, you know, it's important. We want international talent to come and work here. We know that there are so many jobs that, that aren't being filled. And we also know that uh, international talent is the way to go. Come to, a lot of the jobs that are not filled are STEM-related, science, technology, engineering, and math-related. And our international talent that is here, um, primarily from countries like um, India and China, they come here with those STEM skills. And so it's important to bring these people in, to show them that we want them, to demonstrate that we have a plethora of resources to help them you know, settle in, buy a home, as it relates to our conversation today and to our members. We want them to stay. We want them to go to school here. We want them to love it. So what the St. Louis Mosaic Project does is it um, 
lends a hand to help these people really acclimate to St. Louis. We have a number of programs that do that. We're not a social service agency, so I do want to clarify that. Some people think that, um, you know, that we offer immigration citizenship services. We don't do that. We are, again, a staff of three. And so what we do is we provide a light touch. We are, I like to call us a mashup of a matchmaker meets the welcome wagon. That's a great analogy. And you mentioned the idea that as we bring more people to the region, that's certainly more potential home buyers. But talk to us a little bit more about the importance of this to our membership. So here's why it is good for your membership to know about not just about the Mosaic Project, but just about the fact that we want to attract the foreign-born community to live here. Demographically, the foreign-born population is comprised of three primary groups. So for the first time, the Indian population is the largest. That's followed by the Mexican population and then Chinese. So I live in Olivet Creek Corps, that area. And in my neighborhood alone, the house across the street from me sold two days ago. And it was bought by an Indian couple. That is now going to be the fourth Indian family living in my neighborhood. Now, we are right next to Bayer. We are in the Ledoux School District. And, you know, we're in close proximity to the Danforth Science Center and WashU. Those Indian families, again, just using this as a very uh, relevant example, those Indian families have moved here to work in one of those areas. Many of the um, Indian community are high skilled. They come here as doctors, as engineers, as IT specialists. And so it's just important for your membership to understand the demographics, the evolving international demographics of the city. It's important for them to understand the cultural nuances of a particular foreign group. So, you know, again, just staying with the Indian community, sometimes they have a larger family. And again, I'm going to give you a personal um, example of this. So when we built our house, there was a couple who came in to tour our house and we wanted to talk about our builder. And they looked through our house, et cetera, and they decided that the house was not big enough because they were going to be bringing in um, several extended family members and they actually wanted two kitchens in the home. Again, that's, that's one little example. But the point is that if your association is aware that the Mosaic Project is a resource for them, um, if a realtor has not had exposure or really any experience with people from other countries, they might want to call us and we can give them some information. We can connect them maybe with um, some of the ethnic chambers or some of the cultural institutions that can just help them um, understand some of the nuances so that they are better you know, prepared just in, in interacting with the individuals on a, on a business and on a personal level. I mean, I know that realtors are, are out there to, you know, to get clients. And so you want to put your, your best foot forward. And so it's important that, you know, it's good for you all to know that we exist so that you can call us if you have a question. Um, you know, that's really a role that we play. We act as consultants for so many different organizations um, that, you know, just want to be informed a little bit more about a particular culture. I'll give you a, a good example. Right now, the Magic House has a beautiful, wonder, wonderful new exhibit called Namaste India. So Betsy Cohen, our executive director, who has done quite a bit with, uh, with your organization, she knows the executive director of the Magic House. 
And so throughout the years, they've talked about, again, the changing demographics of St. Louis. And the Magic House wants to be relevant, like so many other organizations. And so throughout the years, she's talked with Betsy and said, let me know what's happening with our population. And because of you know, Betsy being in close contact with her and letting her know these are the demographics that are changing and evolving, Namaste India was born. In other words, the Magic House was looking for what should their next children's exhibit be, what's going to be relevant to the community, what's going to be interesting and really help us stand out. And so through introductions to leaders in the Indian community, a committee was formed and they literally helped plan that exhibit. And so, you know, that's just one example of the kind of steering that we do, if you will, um, to the community. All of those things in and of themselves and then together help us paint a beautiful picture of how we are welcoming to people that are not from here. We want them to belong. For us, it's all about helping them create a sense of belonging. That's fantastic. And in fact, the story you're telling of those foreign born coming to St. Louis, actually, my sister-in-law falls into that category. She came to the United States to, to get a PhD in linguistics and now actually is a brand new realtor uh, working in St. Louis and a new St. Louis Realtors member. So it was one of those where um, high skill STEM brings people to St. Louis and then who knows what their career path is going to look like from there. Exactly. Right. And it is all about jobs, getting people here, opening the doors, helping them understand what other resources are available. There's something else that I think would be helpful for realtors to know. I'm thinking again about my own home buying experience and how I loved my relationship with a realtor because she took such personal interest in what we were doing, right? And so my husband was, you know, uh, I think studying law at the time. And so she was able to say, oh, you know, if you want to meet so-and-so, I can make that introduction. And I just always remember thinking, wow, how nice is she again, took such a personal interest in us. And so one of the programs that we offer is something called professional connectors. So let's say that a realtor is showing a home to a new family from, from China. So what happens is many of our corporations that hire international talent to move here. So again, here it's, here's a young family and they're looking for a home. Typically what happens is that the company sponsors that individual to come and work here. If the spouse had a career in their home country, when they move here, they are not automatically work authorized because of the type of visa that the employee who's being transferred is on. So what happens is that oftentimes these women, we call them trailing spouses. So they come with their young family and, you know, let's say they live in Baldwin or wherever it is that they live. And they may literally know no one. So the husband goes off to work and the spouse is at home and they feel extremely alienated. And that is the story of Susan Gobo, who is the founder of the International Spouse Program. So she came here with her husband who came to work for Nestle and she had this wonderful career in Brazil. But when she got here, she wasn't able to work right away. So she started taking English classes and she was experiencing a lot of culture shock. And out of sheer necessity, because necessity is the mother of invention, she thought, I'm sure that there are other people like me experiencing this. So she went on the meetup platform and started a group called the International Spouse Group. And it was really intended to be a way for her simply to meet other people. 
over time, it grew and it grew and it grew and they would get together. And in the beginning, it was just, let's meet for coffee. And wow, I finally have somebody who knows what I'm going through. So fast forward to a couple of years ago, we met her and we decided that her program really made sense to come under the Mosaic Initiative. And so now the International Spouse Program is one of our signature programs. And that meetup program now is comprised of, it just hit 600 women last week from something like 70 different countries. And so what's great about their program is that back to the scenario I just gave you, the husband goes to work, the spouse is at home and doesn't know anyone. If your realtors know about our international spouse program, they can say to the family, if you would like to connect with other international women who can understand what you're going through and can help you acclimate and understand St. Louis and meet friends and ultimately perhaps find a career path, here's a group. So that's the International Spouse Group. We also have something called the Professional Connector Program. And what that is, is if there's somebody here who is work authorized and they were an engineer in their home country and they don't understand, they've never worked at a U.S. company and they don't quite understand how or if their skills will translate, that program allows for one-on-one coaching and we comb our database and find somebody that has a similar background and then we connect those two. And what that does is it helps the foreign-born newcomer jumpstart their networking. Because what we take for granted in terms of how we network, how we use LinkedIn, how we interview, how our resumes look, that is, no pun intended, foreign to a lot of people who are new to St. Louis. So it's so amazing. There's not a a week that goes by that I don't connect with somebody who's not sure where to start. And when I say to them everything I've said to you, their eyes just light up. And it makes me feel so good because I know that they're going to feel supported by us and by the community. So it sounds like the Mosaic Project is a fantastic welcome wagon, both for (laughs) our members to get some of that cultural competence if they have questions, as well as if they have foreign-born clients to be able to connect them with you so that they connect with other folks and get integrated into the region. Um, That's fantastic stuff. So I'm a Mosaic Project ambassador. Would you tell our members about that program, which is a way where they can contribute directly to the work that you're doing? Absolutely. And so here's the beauty of what we do. So again, we are a marketing arm for the region and we're part of the nonprofit World Trade Center. So we do not have deep pockets. You know, we are a nonprofit and a lot of what we do is light touch. So all of our programs that I just mentioned, the spouse program, the professional connector program, and now this ambassador program, it doesn't cost anybody to join. And so it's companies, individuals, universities, community partners that all share our approach and our desire to welcome and enhance a multicultural uh, community for St. Louis. So for the ambassadors, you have individuals like yourself, right? Charlie, you kind of touched on it a little bit. You talked about your sister-in-law who's from another country, I believe, right? And, and so for whatever reason, you said, this is a really cool initiative and I want to do my part to help welcome a neighbor, a friend, a family member, et cetera. And so really that's how it works. What we do on our website at www.stlmosaicproject.org, there is something called Connect and you can find the link to ambassadors. And what we do is we simply give you 
suggested activities that you can do. And they are as simple as go eat or order takeout from an immigrant-owned restaurant. Oh, and by the way, here's a list of where those are. If you have a neighbor, so again, keeping with the neighborhood, home buying aspect of your your membership, if you have a new neighbor who happens to be from another country, literally go over there, be the welcome wagon, welcome them to the neighborhood, take them around, have them over for dinner, show your hospitality. And we have ambassadors that come to us and say, what more can we do? So during COVID, it was actually very interesting. We work with our 17 regional universities. And what we do is we help the career centers and the international student advisors. We give them resources and we hold panels and we introduce them to experts that can help the international students understand what it's like to get a job here. How do they get their um, OPT, which is their practical training that they need after graduation, et cetera. So again, we are sort of a conduit to them of how the U.S. slash St. Louis work world operates. And during COVID, and if you remember in the last administration, there were there, there just were a lot of restrictions in terms of visas and, and international travel. And when we laid COVID on top of that, there were just a lot of international students who ended up staying in St. Louis because they could not go back to their home country. And so they felt extremely isolated. We were all isolated, right? We were all working from home. But these students had a whole other layer of being so alone. They spend a lot of money and choose to come here to the U.S., to St. Louis to study. And all of a sudden, they're trapped inside their dorms. So as we talked to our university partners, they express that to us, gosh, I wish there was something we could do to help our students. So we devised a program based on the traditional pen pal called Zoom Pals. And we reached out to our ambassadors and we said, hey, ambassadors, if you'd like to help, this is a wonderful way to spend some time. We will match you with a, with a student. And we had students sign up to be the pen pal. And we had them indicate you know, where they were from, what language did they speak, what were their interests. And then our ambassadors indicated the same thing. And so again, through the spirit of sort of matchmaking, we matched those two. And it gave the student, it, it wasn't even an opportunity to talk to them about a job per se, but it gave them another connection to St. Louis while they were isolated in their dorm room. And we have heard from so many, both ambassadors and international students, who so appreciated that additional one-on-one attention. Because again, what does that do? It tells that student, wow, here's a community that cares and has this program. And then, you know, remember that a lot of the way that we make decisions is based on word of mouth. So those international students can go back home and say to their friends and family, Hey, St. Louis, not only is WashU or Webster SLU a great place to get an amazing degree, but the community is there for you. And so ultimately, that's what we want. We love it when we hear women that are part of this spouse program. We love it when we hear them say, and they have said this to us, if it wasn't for meeting Susan or whoever they've met in the group, they would not have stayed here. 
I do want to mention another program that grew out of this house program is called the International Mentor Program. And that is run by our amazing volunteer, Annie Schlafly, who learned of the spouse program and said, I have all these friends, all these women that would love to mentor these international women. And so while the spouse program offers camaraderie and friendship and they get together to go to a museum or try a new restaurant, et cetera, what the mentor programs do is it matches one international woman with one local woman and the two of them form these bonds so that the international woman can call up the local woman and say, why are there 80 municipalities? And what does it matter where you went to high school? And how do I recycle this stuff? You know, so, so the mentor program really helps them further acclimate very specifically and understand the nuances of living in St. Louis. So, I mean, it's just, it's just beautiful. I, my parents are from South America and when they came here 50 something years ago, they knew no one. I wish that there had been a mosaic. We reminisce quite a bit now, my mom and I, and, you know, I know that they struggled. They didn't know the language. My mom was pregnant at home alone. My dad came here to study medicine and he was in the hospital the whole time. So she was alone. I will tell you that shortly after they arrived here, they met a nurse who happened to be from Columbia. And that woman was their one person mosaic project. And that's really what it takes because they would have gone back had they not had someone to look out for them and to navigate, help them navigate. Keeping all that in mind, I guess, as your as your membership hears this, to just know that if you are working with a client or a family from out of the country, let them know that this exists for them. And it takes on a different shape, if you will, based on what the needs are. But the bottom line is, I can't really think of an opportunity where somebody has reached out to us and we've had to say, no, we can't help you. We always find a way to help and to connect them. Be sure to check out stlmosaicproject.org and we'll have a link to that in the episode description. On there, you can find job postings. So if your clients or anybody else you know are looking for work, uh, that's a place you can go as a resource. One of the things that I found fascinating when I first learned about this years ago is the international connection of soccer with St. Louis as a soccer city and soccer being a global sport. So be sure to check out Soccer Connections on the Mosaic Project's website as well. And if you want to become an ambassador, that's on there too. Suzanne, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I just want to make a quick plug for Welcoming Week, which is September 10th through the 19th. It's a national initiative. St. Louis Mosaic Project is collating and helping companies and partners come up with easy ways to be welcoming that week. We have a section on our website and if anybody wants to get involved, please reach out. Thanks again for having us. I'm Danielle Finley and this is Realtor Party Talk, a brief segment with members like you discussing advocacy issues in the importance of the Realtor Political Action Committee or RPAC. Joining me today is Deborah Ahrens with Dolan Realtors. Why are you an RPAC major investor? When I got into real estate, I knew nothing about real estate or RPAC. And it was probably two years into being a realtor that I first became aware of RPAC and started making nominal donations. 
over the years, I could see the importance of what RPAC does for not only myself, but primarily my clients in protecting the homeowner's rights, flood insurance, mortgage deductions, things of this nature. That impacts those who purchase homes, but it's a direct impact on myself and being a realtor. Without those investments that realtors make to help pass the legislation or promote and support our legislators who help the real estate industry, I think homeownership in the United States would look totally different than the way it is right now. People buying along rivers or streams or by lakes where there is flooding If they can't get flood insurance, I don't think those homes would sell. Mortgage interest deductions, if it weren't for the realtors and the legislators fighting to keep that, that would be gone. And how many people would see the benefits of home ownership? So for me, by helping the client and the public, that impacts my income, my livelihood, and allows me to continue to do what I do, which is sell real estate. You just listened to Realtor Party Talk. Thank you for listening to Real Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors. Join us next time for more on real estate news, trends, and industry insights. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate.